the explosive R. Kelly interview with Gail King that everybody's talking about is exactly what everybody's talking about. But there's a segment in that interview where they talk to his girlfriends. And I think there's something very interesting and important about that. Let's get into it. Yo, this is Hanging with Apes, an Audio Apes podcast. Real talk, real topics, no limits. Audio Apes, music with no boundaries. This is K Cartoon. This is RX Phonics. We are the Audio Apes, and you are officially Hanging with Apes, a weekly Tuesday podcast where we discuss trending topics and current news with a philosophical and comedic flair. And our take on it, two guys from the south side of Chicago. There's explicit language at times, so be advised. Go on over to Twitter, follow us at Hanging with Apes. Go on over to our website, that's hangingwithapes.com. You can sign up for our newsletter. And if you want to listen to some really good rap slash hip hop music, Go to a major music streaming platform like Spotify, Apple, Google, what have you, SoundCloud, and search for Audio Apes. It's really good stuff. Listen to it. Do it. So, the R. Kelly interview, it's all the rage. Um, I have I have a few questions that I want to ask you about that interview. See like what your thoughts on it are. And then we're going to break down what took place with the girlfriends because i thought that's also pretty interesting in and uh thanks for interrupting <laughs> the intro there but we're not gonna you know we're just gonna keep it going because you know you, you would think you would think we'd be stop. professionals by now but <laughs> uh, clearly some of us are more cut out for it than others uh, i want to watch tv um but yeah so i want to ask you a few questions about the interview and then we're going to get into the nitty-gritty of the interview segment with the two girlfriends. Okay. First thing, how did you think Gail King did? I think um, they're giving her like a little too much credit. Right. Like, like she's a strong woman and this is, this is not what that was about. That regardless. And then like people were like, Oh, I was concerned for your safety. Yeah. So, like, listen, I'm not here trying to defend R. Kelly, but like you really thought that he would like like punch her on live TV? Like what reason? Like Yeah. Once you, and, and, yeah. And, and and I guess the reason why I asked that question is because he was he agitated? Absolutely. Was he in a mode of aggression? Yeah, absolutely. And and was he angered? But not towards her. Has masculinity been so demonized yeah. that <laughs> Any sign or form of it is wrong. You get what I'm saying? Like, yeah, he went off. He went off the fucking rails. He, yes, he, he absolutely did. But um, never once when I was watching that interview did I think he was just gonna be like, "I'm tired. It's time to choke a bitch," and right. then just fucking. Right. I never thought she was in danger. Yeah, yeah. So that and that's what I'm saying. Like, it's too, it's too bad that all this stuff gets politicized into some narrative that has nothing to do with the issue at hand. So exactly. And that's what this is all about. Mm -hmm. This is like putting everything into context because I, I feel like it's getting really the situation is getting really muddied. And I mean, our job as commentators, especially for something that's as high profile as this case is to kind of like break it down and and give the facts. And, and I, I feel like it's important to make people aware that you need to remove all this other like p- 
political shit that's surrounding the situation yeah. because it's not healthy for society. It's not healthy to see a guy that goes off for, uh, I mean, uh, he's fighting for his life, essentially. Yeah. Guilty or not guilty, this is not what that's a. This is not what I'm. I'm referencing. I'm referencing. You know, in, in in terms of like the legal battle and everything that he has ahead of him, and how we as men, it's not healthy to like bottle emotions. Like you, you need to get it out, get it out on the table if you're defending yourself or whatever. He could be totally lying, absolutely, and that's fine. Like that's that's not for us to decide. The courts will decide that. Yeah. But it's just scary to me the fact that like the sign of emotion, especially in the realm of like the multitude of things that that like he's facing, and like he was, it's looked at as like, oh, well, Gail, you you know, I thought you were in danger. Well, she, I thought she did a good job when she was asked about. It. She's like, no, I never felt like he was yeah. gonna hurt me. Not only that, and and she actually did handle herself very well. With the issue at hand, like dudes like yelling, standing up, pointing at the camera, and and like she she kept her composure. Yeah, I do absolutely. give her kudos on that end. But but the thing is this: it's almost to me it feels like you're damned if you do and damned if you don't. Now, you know, like oh, masculinity, toxic masculinity. You should talk about your emotions. You should do this. Or Kelly's crying and fucking. I didn't do it. Oh my god! You know what I'm saying? And it's like oh well, that's bad because he's. It's a tantrum. So I feel it's just like... Like you said, any, damned if you do, yeah. damned if you don't. And Anything you do is wrong. Whatever, because the, the whole agenda here is to break down the the image of, of men. Because, I mean, take R. Kelly out of this shit. This is something that's been going on for a while. These, these articles, the toxic masculinity, the Gillette ad that we never really like got into. We were never really. We talking. didn't. Yeah. Which but was but disgusting. which was fine because like I, I didn't I didn't like I mean, there was just other more prevalent things at the time I, I felt to talk about. But even in the Gillette ad, the, the whole. Well, you want to kind of break it down a little bit? Okay, in case so people there forgot. is a what well, I don't know. I would say maybe about a month ago, there was this uh, Gillette ad. Which, if you're not familiar, Gillette is a razor company uh, geared towards men. And essentially, it was all about men need to do better. So when you see that pretty girl on the street and you want to go talk to her, the good friend is going to stop you from going to talk to her because obviously there's apparently something wrong with that. Or when two kids are fighting, as boys tend to do at times, there's something wrong with that. Like just all these things that are are, uh, if you will, traditional male tropes. They just kind of attacked them, yeah. and and it was with the whole veil of toxic masculinity and and that guys need to do better, and it was, uh, I mean, it was kind of foul if you ask me. Like there was a lot of stuff that I mean, and and so many people have broken down that ad and gave their opinion on it. And I, I thought they did a good job. Joe Rogan talked about it. There was this uh, this uh, psychiatrist who has a good YouTube channel that he broke it down. And never once did that take into account like all the benefits that masculinity gives to society. It was just, oh, masculinity is all bad. So the men being men and being masculine has been attacked now for quite a while. And yeah. If you just kind of open your eyes, you'll see it. You know what I'm saying? To the point where, like, a movie, 
like the Sandlot. Like I was watching the Sandlot. I think we talked about this a while back. Looking at it now, I'm like, man, society would really have a field day against uh, to, if they critique this movie right now. So I invite anyone to go watch the Sandlot and just watch how like the boys are acting, which is how boys act. That's yeah. just how boys act. But it would be a problem in today's day and age. So much so that it's just a matter of time when they're going to start critiquing it. Just like they started critiquing music that was made in the, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. In the 50s and 60s, Christmas music. What's the song that the, they... It's cold outside. Yeah. It's like just everything that has to do with a very masculine figure is going to be attacked because, oh, well, look, look, we've come a long way. This is so bad. Look, that is toxic. Yeah. Him acting like his biological self, what his hormones, his hormonal makeup you know, make him out to be, how dare he? <laughs> so it becomes kind of like a a joke, you know? Yeah. If you think about, like, the way they're looking at it. Definitely. To a degree, it does. I think that's where the situation with the girlfriends come in because I feel like the narrative that they're trying to spin, or at least, well, it's not the narrative, not the main narrative. Obviously, the main narrative is the allegations and this whole thing does revolve around R. Kelly. But the sub-narrative to this involving the girlfriends, I think their behavior and how they are with him and at very least the momentary loyalty that they're showing to him seems to be the antithesis to everything that they're trying to perpetuate. Like, everything that they're trying to push out there, these chicks are, like, kind of bothersome to the narrative because the the narrative is that men are the oppressors. Like, in this case, R. Kelly. The narrative is that you're 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 being brain control and that your family has your uh or, or he, he brainwashed you and he's trying your mind is being controlled by r kelly and your family wants you to come back home <laughs> and you know he's chaining chicks up and hog tying them and all of this and all of that yeah. and like i said i don't fucking live with dude i don't know but if if, if any of that shit took place but the narrative that these chicks are putting out there doesn't really seem like that. They seem like they're relatively happy. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. He's a 52-year-old guy. They're in their early 20s. You point me to a 52-year-old... I'm slurring all my words. I'm so tired. Man, you, fucked up. you point me to a 52-year-old man that doesn't want to... 20-something-year-old women as his girlfriends, and I'll point you to a pig that can fly. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. like it's just, you know what I'm saying? And, like, good-looking girls. It's not like they're ugly. They're yeah. good-looking girls. And so... You, you, you'd be, you'd be hard-pressed to, like, even skip... Like, come on, how are you going to skip a whole subculture of sugar daddies and that whole world? You know what I'm saying? No, absolutely. Like, absolutely. And, and, and that's on. my, that's my point is, like, I, I don't like I could see if 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 the the situation was getting approached and dealt with evenly like it's like yeah well you know this is probably not good and then if like they covered Amarose's slut walk it'd be like oh well this is probably not good either but I'm only seeing it on one side I'm only yeah. seeing it when it's when when it's the men doing it well it's just like the question I was asking if it was two young men 
and an older woman, let's just say like Cher or something, do you think that that narrative would be pushed? No, I don't. You know what I mean? Like, it's two young men and they're like, no, no, she, you know, we live with her, we watch movies with her, and, you know, we just, we're just with her all the time. And it's just like a relationship between all, all three of us. Do you think that, like, you know, the interviewer would be, oh, wow. You know, these these young men have been abused, you know? like No, I don't think they would say that the young men were being abused. I think they would spin the narrative of, well, this is their choice and Cher is a a bad bitch, a cougar that it yeah. still has it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, she's <laughs> exactly. And that that's where that's where if if equality is what you seek, I mean and this is on quotations because, I mean, obviously it's not, then you would take the same narrative for, for if, if the roles were switched, but that's not what you seek. You're just, you just seek to break down the other side because you just... I, and that to me is like the question that, that you were asking is, is, is it like, is it a breakdown of like, let's say someone in higher power to try and like break down society little by little. Yeah, like is there an agenda to this? Yeah, Yeah, absolutely. Because, I mean, obviously I I feel like there will be a a number of people that have a problem with what I'm about to say, but throughout the course of history, you see that men having harems, which for anybody that doesn't know what a harem is, is like... A gang of bitches, yeah, <laughs> a slew of hoes, slew of hoes uh, a house of whores, like however you want to phrase it, a, a lot of chicks, um, yeah. has been more natural than the opposite of that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And I'm not here to judge. Like if a if a man wants to be like in a woman's harem, I don't even know if the term applies to like. Yeah, like women having them. I don't know if they have their own terminology, whatever. But that's my point. Yeah, it's it's so like it's so rare that we. Don't, I don't even know if there's a word for it. You know. Yeah, and well, because like if you look at before, and this is like years and decades and centuries ago, you were less developed in the sense of like societal development. Right. So then it was more so of a natural course that was taken. By by people is like, oh, this is how it is. You know what I'm saying? It is what it is. Now that society has come a long way, and, and they and, and what I mean by come a long way is like they break down stuff. Oh, why is this this way? Why is that that way? Then that's when you get the, oh, this is wrong. And But the thing is, you look back, and it's, it was more so how the, 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 the biological makeup of what it was to be a man and what it was to be a woman and how it just naturally you know, became how, how, how naturally the roles were, were set. It wasn't like someone was like, well, no, right. Like they, like it, a lot of the, 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 the postmodernists, they like to say that all of this shit is like a, a social structure, yes. but it, but it isn't like, it wasn't, no. it, I don't think that, that this was like a, a, a social decision. I think this was, the the natural course of things and how it played out. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um I mean, 
the in in like the 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 MGTOW subculture, they talk a lot about hypergamy. And like for people that don't know what hypergamy is, it's essentially like the want, the will, the urge, the desire of a woman to marry up. So you know she's you know whatever her 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 stature in society is, she looks good. Whatever can bear children or whatever. It's like rarely is it that they want somebody of the same social stature yeah. or socioeconomic background. They usually typically want to marry up. Yeah. Typically. Yeah. Typically want to fuck around up, not fuck around down. Yeah. Uh, uh, I think, uh, well, I don't think I know Chris Rock has a joke that kind of parallels what I'm saying. It's like once a chick dates a guy with a car she'll never not date a guy with a car yeah once she dates a guy that has his own place she'll never not date a guy that doesn't you know that has his own place yeah. uh once she is getting like tickets you know to flights bought for her to go on vacation she'll never not date a guy yeah. that's doing it so that speaks to the hypergamous nature of of women is every woman like that no absolutely no. not but th- i am speaking in generalities yeah. but I don't th- even think that it's necessarily a bad thing. Yeah, that's what I was gonna say. I, I don't think it would be a fault. I think it would be a fault if, if, if like, okay, you get used to like. It can be. I want you to yeah. finish, but it can be. But go ahead. Yeah, I don't think it could be a fault if it's for the right reasons. Like, if you're with great men and you, that's what you want. That's good. Now, sometimes great men aren't in a particular. They're 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 trending up, but it's like they're still developing stuff. So I think that that that's where it could be faulty for a woman to skip the fact that this guy's the drive, uh, yeah, the drive, and this guy this guy has things going for himself. He might not be there yet, but he can get there. Like you can see that. And I think the two things that ought to be interchangeable, or one would like to interchange in like an ideal situation is. For more to prefer the drive aspect of it and like value that more versus the celebrity aspect. Because see, a lot of times I think the celebrity aspect kind of gets, I mean, I would say in more cases than not, it it gets to the women. Like it it really like makes makes them act fucking crazy. Like if you, I mean, like you, I mean, you, you, you see in here. Of of chicks, you know, lining up to like have sex with the guy backstage, like all kind of shit. Just watch videos of the Beatles, and and, and so whatever, like, and and it it is it is it is what it is. But the thing is, I think a lot of that is like comes from the hypergamous nature. Yeah. But one, it's like I don't know how much they're really getting out of the situation because I I mean I don't see any of these guys like settling down with any of these women. No, That's no. number one. They're a groupie. N- number two. Sometimes fame, and we see it a lot today with like the whole Instagram and social media culture. Sometimes, like you can make things look a lot better than what they really are. Yeah, and you can make yourself because you I can embellish. Because Kelly, look, apparently, he lives at the Trump Tower, but uh, from by all accounts, he's fucked up like financially. Yeah, yeah, you know what I'm saying. And, and a lot of times too is like the the the. 
this mythos. Oh, he's a rock star. He's this, but like, dude's a regular guy managed by all these people that make all these moves and really not as he's not he's, as smart as what you think he and is. And he's not the 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 ruler of his own destiny. No, he's, he's not like, at all. He's at the whim of these labels, yeah. these these publishing companies. And and as you see, they all pull away, and motherfucker can't get any of his money out the bank. Like it's fucked up. And a lot of them are are depressed and and popping pills because it's like, yeah, I'm not happy with my life because it's just all like this show. So it, it you know it doesn't show. It's not necessarily cut dry. Like you know, there could be a guy that might not have that, but he's working on some shit, and and there's a lot more to him than say a Justin Bieber for example you know what you know what yeah. i'm saying and 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 you do ma- that's a great point you made about women paying attention more to the man's drive and to to what he wants to do because that's where you get to know the the man's character yeah and then at the same time you know as a woman you still respect yourself cuz i you know like i don't care what anyone says i don't give a fuck about this slut walk all that shit like if you go to to a concert and actively look to have sex with these guys like you're just not that guy's not gonna settle down with you and no, no. guy that knows that would want to settle down with you knowing that that's w- what you're on you know what i'm well, saying a cuck will oh, hey, oh. <laughs> <laughs> i mean I yeah just, no yeah. real man yeah like <laughs> there's not that's not you know what i'm saying i, I want <laughs> i've been cuckled yeah but like it's like that that's not what you or that's not a man that you would want to be with with you at least well maybe yeah. i don't know I mean, this yeah, is a crazy who the, world who the fuck knows but no like in generally speaking i would imagine not um but, it's funny though how like the whole like women's empowerment thing kind of goes out the window with from the media when it comes time for them to benefit like how like when she asked the one girlfriend she was like Essentially, are you guys both in a relationship with him? They're like, yes, we're both in a relationship with him. And then Gail pressed a little harder, which as a journalist, it's her job to do. She was like, well, a sexual relationship? Yeah. And then like the one chick, she snapped and she's like, I'm not here to talk about what goes on in the bedroom. As a woman, would you? And then Gail was like, no, I wouldn't, but this is different. How? And then the girl, I thought, answered very well. She's like, well, how is it different? Like there's plenty of people out there that have multiple girlfriends. How is it any different than that? Yeah. And it's funny because the media narrative is essentially saying, I mean, and we've covered this so many times, but they're pretty much saying like this guy is guilty. Why are you still with him? And and they're the the girlfriends are of the mindset. No, he's innocent until proven guilty. And aside from all of that, like the case that he's fighting right now, which he is fighting a case, he is not yet convicted of it. Yeah, is that they maintain that they're with him, and it is what it is. But it's they're it's grown just, women. Huh? They're, they're grown, grown women, women. Yeah. absolutely, one hundred percent grown women. These are not; they're young, they're younger women. They're you know younger grown women, but yeah. they're still adults. And there was something that you noticed in the interview because I didn't I hadn't watched the interview or what what CBS was talking about that kind of rubbed me the wrong way in the sense that like you're a journalist and you might have an idea, but to throw accusations that's a big deal. Absolutely. So. Gail said, oh, as a mother, 
you know, I want to tell those uh, young women to get get your things and, and and go because you're 21 and you're 23 and he's 52 and that's wrong. No. By our societal standards, they are of age, he is of age, and they get to live the life that they want to live. You don't get to say that. Um, that's one. Because... Yeah, I think if, that's if I was, a little out of line. Yeah, that that's out of line. Because as a father, no. Am I going to be happy that, that you're doing this shit? I'm going to be honest. No, I would not be happy. But you're making that conscious choice. I mean, that's you. I, I taught you better than that. You know, I, I, would, I would hope. But, like, that's... You're a grown woman now. You know what I mean? Like, I can't... There's a line I can't cross because, like, she's a woman. Yeah. She's she's a grown-up, and, and, well, she took what I... Well, she learned from me, and it is what it is. Like, whatever whatever you're going to make decisions on, that's you now. So, no matter how unhappy I am. So, that so so, so that's not something that, that, that I say lightly when I say that she's out of line because I'm, I'm judging myself off of that same, you know what I'm saying, standard. And then another thing, which was the, 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 the blonde that spoke after her, uh, she's like, oh, it's ugly to watch, but but abuse is ugly, which that was like, how is where where in this interview did you see that this abuse exactly? You know what I'm saying? Like, and that that's you can't just throw accusations out. Like and that. I I think that was the most disingenuous part of the whole thing was that CBS anchor saying it's ugly to watch, but the abuse is ugly. But where, like, yes. what? I, or and like I said before we started the episode, or is it me? Like, or am I just not seeing it? Like, like, am I the crazy one? Because I see two girls. Are they the smartest girls? No, absolutely not. I don't think there's. <laughs> I wouldn't not say that they're smart. But do they have the right to live this life that they want to live with this fifty-two-year-old R&B singer? But they do. They have yeah. the right to do it. And and I, in nothing that he said, in nothing that they said, nothing that was evident caught by the camera, did I see the abuse? No. I saw two chicks that were down with with cows. That's yeah. what I saw. Which, yeah. <laughs> I mean, they're not the first. They probably won't be the last. And, and see, I, I well, they might feel- be the last if his ass goes to jail. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but 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 the thing is this. See, I would feel differently if I saw maybe something physical on their part, like something like, like they seem scared or they seem like, like there was something visible, maybe a, like you know, a black eye or some shit, like, or or or, or like they were like look, but looking down and nervous and like kind of scared, like something at least that would have that would have been one visual cue, but like to that, make like you for, think at least. Yeah, but but the thing is, there was none of that. There was definitely none of that. But the other aspect of it, and this is probably like the most evident, the dude's been locked up twice already. The the first time while the bond, he was trying to get the money for the bond to get paid. He was locked up for a few days, yeah. and then the second time. For the child support, which he was locked up a few days, yeah. they had ample time to leave. Like if he was, if he was like this, this menacing guy that that was holding them hostage and against their will, like their families are saying he's doing. Yeah, they had all the opportunity in the world to get the hell out of Dodge. They want to be there. Yeah, they want to be there, and. We see no evidence of abuse. All we see, how could you say 
How could a person's family that doesn't live with them say that they're being abused when they themselves are saying they're not? Like, what do you do at that point? You just got to accept their word for what it is. They're the ones living in it, and they're the, they would be the supposed victims. There's a lot of stupid decisions I've seen people make, and sometimes you tell them that's probably not a good idea, and then they live on their life making the same stupid-ass decisions, and you know what? That's their life. And there's nothing you could do about yeah, it. Yeah, there's nothing I can do, you know what I'm saying, besides hold a fucking gun to his head. Like, you can't do that shit no more. But it's, it's his life That's or true. her life. Yeah. And, I mean, you can't, there's there's no fighting that. And people need to understand that. One thing, though, that uh, I find interesting in this is, like, the, like, I guess how powerful fame and, quote, unquote, success is. Because, obviously... Not every fifty-two-year-old guy has two like good-looking, like hot chicks that yeah. are just like you know all into him. Yeah. So obviously, fame and celebrity and success, if you will, can be intoxicating to the, the people that are around it. Yeah, and I think I would say that that can be pretty dangerous. Uh, not just not in terms of like you know being r kelly's victim or anything like that but just in terms of like what is your life you know what i'm saying like what is like what is your identity that that this is so meaningful to you that you're willing to essentially uproot everything to just be in the presence of it as much as you 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 possibly can yeah is it important for society to have a standard definition of success because I'd imagine if R. Kelly wasn't at once successful as he once was or, or it's still it, like however you want it, and that's why, why we're getting into this. Yeah. Is if R. Kelly wasn't R. Kelly, I don't see like these chicks being in the situation that they're in with him. Yeah. Um But but he he was and he's famous and all of this stuff. Uh, obviously, it's hard for him to make money now. He even said it in their interview because, like, everything that's going on, he can't work, yada, yada, yada. But whatever. There's still a degree of that celebrity that's still, like, radiating off of him because if it wasn't, we wouldn't be talking about it right now. CBS wouldn't be interviewing him. So it's still there. But it's clearly deteriorating or diluted. You know what I'm saying? It's yeah. definitely not what it once was. Yeah. So, like, having a clear-cut definition of success, could it, for people, could it help, like, avoid these situations or avoid, like, this, like, the groupie mentality? You know what I'm saying? Like, I guess, well, finish up just so I can kind of understand a little bit better. So, essentially, essentially, I guess what I'm trying to ask here is, like, should personal success and like being one being able to like you know unequivocally define personal success should there be a higher standard for that in the country and if there was a higher standard for that would that avoid a lot of this stuff this nonsense i don't know i don't know and i'll tell you why because there's obviously i think two things that that kind of mold you as a person as far as psychologically, 
and kind of just throwing a blanket statement here is there's the the group think aspect of it and then there's the individual aspect of it group think obviously that's kind of like a a societal a societal okay or standard of how things are or ought to be uh-huh. right and and uh, there's certain people that are okay with those standards, and then there's the you know then there's the individual in you that you're gonna end up making your road, and sometimes that might be juxtaposed against what the group think is, and it's not it's not yeah. it's not the standard that you choose. And 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 to give you an example, and to give people that are listening an example, it's like marriage. That's kind of a universal, oh, yeah, you know, you get married at, at this age and marriage is supposed to be like, you know, oh, when you propose, it's a diamond ring. That's like, I, w- I would say is a group think aspect of the shit. Like, this is how, this is the standard. Yeah. And you're going to spend a lot on the wedding and you're going to have a big party. You know what I'm saying? Then there's some people that are like, no, fuck that. I don't, I'm not about that. That's, that might be what society wants me or to do or, or, or the societal standard, but I'm just going to go downtown, get married, and it is what it is. I'll give her a ring pop. You know what I'm yeah. saying? And that's fine. But I guess to answer your question is like no matter how the standard is set, sometimes the individual aspect uh, takes over, you know? Or or that's just like, you know, it, some people are going to be off the grid when it comes to certain shit, and, and, and you really don't have a, a control a control of that. And then sometimes I start thinking about like, kind of like, uh, uh, what was that? Uh, the, the, the like in True Detective season one when he's talking about time is a flat circle, mm-hmm. and and how like that's like a real. I mean, I, I wish Vince was here because I know he likes this guy uh, Nishi. That's a real Nishi thing to say because I, like for him, for Nishi, it, it was a uh, the the term was eternal recurrence. Which is like the life that you live is just going to be like a like a loop. So so you're going to experience the same life over and over again. So you live, you die, you experience the same life, and then you kind of look at how people are, and and sometimes people kind of get stuck in those tropes. If you look at that, like like you know, oh, this is, this person's probably going to make this decision because it's the type of person that he is. Yeah. So it makes you think, you know. The, the validity of it is kind of hard to say that you you live, you die, and then you experience everything over again. But, like, it, it kind of makes you think about there there is a standard. Because if you think about eternal recurrence, right, that, that would mean that if you know you're going to live this life over again, are you happy with your life? Should you make better decisions with your life? You know what I'm saying? Like, is this the end-all, be-all? Because... If this is the same life you're gonna live over and over again, but 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 see then what when you say something like that to me it begs to question the reason one would keep engaging in that loop and not seek to break it is because there is no standard of success. Like yeah, if there if a if a standard of success was set, you wouldn't keep living the loop because you haven't reached that standard of success yet. Like, so it's because the standard of success or the lack thereof is what it is that like a person would continue like behaving in, in such a manner that like, okay, for instance, 
like these these chicks like there's there's obviously like a rift between them and their family and everything that's going on and like they're here with R. Kelly and they had they have the right to be and I don't necessarily have a problem with it, but it's like everything uh, everything that they're getting from the media is is based off of is based off of their age and like essentially trying to like pin them into what's what they you know want to phrase as like a compromising position yeah but and and it's kind of cuz they're nobody like imagine they were like two other celebrity chicks yeah wouldn't it be different like wouldn't it it would be like it, like i i don't see like if it wasn't these two chicks but instead it was like Beyonce and Sierra that were like shacked up with R. Kelly. You know what I'm saying? It would be like a different a different narrative. You would have to paint it as a different narrative because they're clearly not victims. Yeah. You've clearly like we've you've already established that these women are not victims. Yeah. Or or if 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 let's say it's not that, let's say it's a standard of you know, just identifying with the situation and being like, you know what? Like what I have, my goals, everything that I am is more important than like being in the radiance of like whatever this guy's celebrity is. Yeah. Like I need to remove myself from it. You know, I I just feel like. But see, at that point, the lack of the lack of a standard is is what's causing a lot of like these issues that's going on. Yeah, I, I think. See, and that's and that's the thing, though. It's a very, I obviously it's like a very philosophical question. Yeah, but see, and and there's no right or wrong. It's just you know something I wanted to throw out there. But it's definitely a deep. It it what you just said, kind of, would. I don't want to say it would prove, but see, you're kind of. Where do we get our morals? Right. You see what I'm saying? Like where where, where do you? How do you know what's right and, and what's wrong kind of kind of a thing? You know what I'm saying? And then at that point, you've, you would kind of... The standard that would be set would have to be, uh, for lack of a better term, like kind of like a godly term. You know what I'm saying? Like, like a godly standard. Like, this is right and this is wrong. You know? Right. But for the people that, like, don't necessarily believe in that, I don't know, like, how much they would actually, like, apply that. That's yeah. why I said like success, like because see, like a successful standard, like let's you take like an uh, amoral person or yeah. like a person that doesn't like believe in like a higher power or anything like yeah. that. Like the morality aspect, the spiritual aspect, they may be less interested in that than like the success aspect in terms of what's best for me, what's best for me. Yeah. And while I don't see, legally speaking, a problem with these girls being shocked up with R. Kelly, I pro- I would venture off to say that it's probably not the best situation for them. Yeah. I, d- I would venture off to say it's probably not the healthiest situation for them, psychologically, mm-hmm. emotionally, all that. And that's my point. That's like the aspect that I'm getting at. Is like so if there was a a higher standard set for success, individual success, because I'm not talking about success in terms of oh well you got to make a million dollars you got to well, yeah. no no I'm talking about like your individual success and like what's in like uh, what's you know individually for your best interest 
if all around like there was a better standard for that yeah that may translate to people valuing themselves more and people having that heightened sense of value yeah might alleviate some of this stuff yeah and i mean there definitely should be and i guess i'm being real negative because of the simple fact that i see what what society pushes yeah and it's not always necessarily the best moral exactly. standards so so i guess i'm or looking successful at stand or standards to be successful like no it's in fact i would argue that like today's day and age you're not getting a lot of standards period no just muddy waters muddy really. waters and if anything like to to it's like like the spectrum doesn't even quantify standard anymore it's yeah. it's kind of so removed from it you know yeah and, and 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 i think that 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 it's causing issues i mean this is just such a, a small microscopic example and i'm shit if we like delved into this i imagine we could do like a 10 hour episode <laughs> and we will there we go again <laughs> jesus christ <laughs> no but <laughs> so, so get real comfortable no but yeah it, it's it's deep because then you start thinking about about because like okay so the fact that um religion you know what i'm saying religion has a big part of how people think so then so then you have that then you have the the atheist and then the agnostic people and then it's like you start thinking about how they hold how they look at that standard it, it's so complicated where it becomes kind of like because like even the fact that you would think of uh, eternal recurrence is the fact that you're probably trying to think of like an alternative mode of like what a God, like that there is a God. You see what I'm saying? Because like then you're, you're trying to justify, you're trying to make yourself make the right decision by thinking like, damn, I got to live this life over again. Mm -hmm. You see what I'm saying? Whereas religion doesn't necessarily, like let's say Christianity, for example, they don't, they don't really sell that. They say, well, you have that one life and then, after that, you'll go to heaven. So make sure that you make the right decision so then you, you can make it to heaven. Right. So then the way people think. Well, like in, in the mode of being, what we do know is we have one life. Like the whole, the whole like death and rebirth thing. Like some people look at some know. people like think about it in terms of the afterlife. Whenever I think of like death and rebirth and reincarnation or whatever, I don't necessarily think of it in terms of like me literally dying and then being reborn. I think of it more of how every time the, the way Jordan Peterson thinks of it. And I don't know if you ever saw that lecture. It was a pretty good one. It's on YouTube where he talks about how we kind of die all the time. Like every time you better yourself, a part of you dies. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like when you apologize to somebody, the part of you that was hanging on to like whatever angst or anger or 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 just negative vibe that was going on between you and the person, it, it, it just died. And like you, in a sense, have been reborn. Yeah. Or if you better your habits, working out, dieting, like all of these things are modes of dying and being reborn. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And, and philosophically, that's how I look at it. But... If there is a better standard, 
the death and being reborn is 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 being done for the right reasons because like for instance let's say like you have a chick well we for instance we we back when we were doing sketch comedy yeah. remember and this we found this to be pretty sad one of the actresses that we had worked with she was obviously younger than us she was like 18 and she was saying how essentially her life's goal was to be like on a flavor of love or some shit like that it yeah. was it was so pathetically stupid yeah like you would almost have thought that she was joking but then as you get to know this person no you realize that her standard for success or fame or whatever like will get her to that higher plateau yeah is is flavor of love because like she sees all the ignorant bitches and i don't even know if that was the show but it was one of those like reality shows where there's a bunch of bitches dumb bitches that live in a house together yeah my point is, my point is that is obviously a very sad, sad, low standard. Yeah. But is that because there was the, there's like no st- other higher standards set, or or is it every man for himself? You know what I'm saying? Because yeah. like group, like a groupie chick, her standard and her mode of dying and being reborn is, oh, I'm gonna go to this concert, I'm gonna go to this ball game, I'm gonna yeah. try to get this guy. Or, doesn't work keep trying keep trying keep trying is that because that's her standard or is that because there's a lack of a standard period yeah and well and well the thing is this and and that's where societal standards and like it's good it's a good it's a good blueprint a basic blueprint see because the thing is it's like to start working out you would have to know what workouts to do and an outline of workouts as you as, as you work out and as you get better at it, then you kind of create your own little little thing, but you still needed the blueprint. And I see what you're saying. And and I do agree that there should be a standard, but but it's just so hard to see it right yeah. now because it's so confusing. And, and 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 then I look at it like if I was a little kid, when I was younger, it just seemed that there was a lot more of a of a way to be. Okay, what's expected of you? I feel like now if I was a kid, I'd be a little bit more confused because yeah. there's boys and Girl Scouts and girls and Boy Scouts and and like all these what the fuck all these genders and wait what what's what's the toxic masculinity? Oh, am I not supposed to be? It's so much weird weird things going on right now that I'd be as a as a kid I'd kind of be confused. I would kind of. Be, I would be very confused. Confused, and all of that. It that's that's the 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 big big question in this, is how much of this shit is contributing to the to the deterioration of society? Yeah. Because, and I'm not talking about like, like wanting to li- live in like fucking li- leave it to Beaver times, <laughs> but I am talking about like we are seeing a deterioration like. Okay, I give you a perfect example. The other day, um, I I recently started fucking with uh, with Robinhood, which is a, a stock app. Yeah. Um, and like I had heard about it before, but I was doing the whole Acorns thing, and like I didn't feel like as confident. I was like, you know what? Like, let me let me delve into this, and and it's been doing good. Yeah. Uh, pretty simple, like cool app, and. You know, trying to find all the ways I can to hedge against inflation yeah. because, you know, it, it is what it is. But anyway, uh, an article 
came out on Robin Hood because obviously like they give articles that that uh, are tailored towards certain stocks and, you know, try to give you the best advice possible. Yeah. Something on there that I saw that like it blew my mind because I've never heard it like phrased or, or like I, I, I guess I saw it and I was aware of it, but I never heard the terminology and this phrasing before was Nike which we everybody know what who Nike is the company and Mattel which is the toy company are considering some sort of uh, uh merger ventures down the road to help curb the 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 lack of activity for the least active generation in history oh wow of children the least active generation in history how scary is that? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, and obviously, like, nobody knows. Only the, the Lord himself knows, like, what's causing all these issues. But, like, that's scary. Like, the least active generation in history. Like, so the kids are just staying inside. So what, <laughs> what does that translate? What does that translate to society down the road? 10, 15 years, what are we seeing? Yeah. Obviously, we've talked plenty about, like, these school shootings and stuff like that. It's almost as if there is a lack of value for self. Yeah. Like the self is 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 no longer valuable. It's like the, the like like let the deterioration commence because why? Why be here? Like what's the point of yeah. it all? Obviously people will never vocalize that. They'll never say it. Yeah. But their actions and their behaviors like show that. Yeah. And so and and I know like we went from fucking R. Kelly to this, but it's just it's a nihilism. <laughs> but it, it it makes me wonder. It makes me wonder like if there was a standard. Yeah. Because I I mean I know that 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 a lot of parents set a standard for their kids and and we see that it does well. But why isn't there like a social standard? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Why isn't why aren't we seeing this on a social level? You yeah. know for people to do better, you know, and, and are we just, has it just been so much, so removed from us that we don't care? I don't know. It's just a question that, uh, I, I, I hope one day we have the answer to. Oh yeah. Well, that is the episode for this week. Think about that question and then you can hit us up on Twitter or, or however you choose to communicate with us because it's kind of mind boggling. Give us your thoughts. Uh, Absolutely. Thank you guys so much for listening. Um, the show continues to grow because you guys keep listening, keep sharing. Also, this week, I've been very humbled to see that we've had like a slew of new listeners. Like people have told me about the show and reached out and, and stuff like that. And it's very humbling. Like it's it's kind of like a surreal thing to see the show doing what it is and like I don't know. It's just humbling to know that like every week people tune in right. to like hear what we have to say. So thank you so much. It means the world to us. It, it really does. And uh, we'll be back next Tuesday. We're out. Peace. Peace.